0: Moses, hearing the voice of the Lord from the burning bush, said to him, When I go to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. If they ask me what is his name, what am I to tell them? God replied, I am who am. Then he added, This is what you shall tell the children of Israel. I am sent me to you. God spoke further to Moses, thus shall you say to the children of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is my title for all generations. Go and assemble the elders of Israel and tell them the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me and said, I am concerned about you and about the way you are being treated in Egypt. So I have decided to lead you up out of the misery of Egypt into the land of the Canaanites Hittites Amorites Perizzites Hivites and Jebusites a land flowing with milk and honey thus they will heed your message then you and the elders of Israel shall go to the king of Egypt and say to him the Lord the God of the Hebrews has sent us word permit us then to go a three days journey in the desert that we may offer sacrifice to the Lord our God Yet I know that the king of Egypt will not allow you to go unless he is forced. I will stretch out my hand, therefore, and smite Egypt by doing all kinds of wondrous deeds there. After that, he will send you away. The word of the Lord. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Give thanks to the Lord, invoke his name, make known among the nations his deeds. Recall the wondrous deeds that he has wrought, his portents, and the judgments he has uttered. He remembers forever his covenant, which he made binding for a thousand generations, which he entered into with Abraham and by his oath to Isaac. He greatly increased his people and made them stronger than their foes, whose hearts he changed so that they hated his people and dealt deceitfully with his servants. He sent Moses, his servant Aaron, whom he had chosen. They wrought his signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. The Lord be with you reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. In 1221, in central Italy, a boy was born to John and Mary Fidanza. When the boy became deathly ill, his mother pleaded with St. Francis of Assisi to pray for her son's recovery. He did, and the boy became well. Foreseeing future greatness in the boy, St. Francis cried out, O oh, good fortune. In Italian, that's O oh, Buenaventura, Bonaventure. Bonaventure entered the Franciscans at the age of 22 and he became a brilliant theologian. But his innocence and purity also caught people's attention. One of his instructors said, he doesn't seem to have the sin of Adam in him. A commentary states, a remarkable cheerfulness always appeared in his countenance, which resulted from the inward peace of his soul. For as he himself says, a spiritual joy is the greatest sign of the divine grace dwelling in soul. The joys of heaven were a frequent meditation of Bonaventure. He endeavored by his writings to excite in others the same fervent desire for our heavenly country. God Himself, he wrote, and all the glorious spirits in the whole family of the eternal King wait for us and desire that we should be with them. And shall not we long above all things to be admitted into their happy company? The Franciscan Bonaventure received his doctor of theology together with his close friend, the Dominican St. Thomas Aquinas, in 1257. One day, Aquinas came to visit Bonaventure, but when he looked through the door of the Franciscan friar's cell, he saw Bonaventure in deep contemplation. Aquinas told another companion, let us leave a saint to work for a saint Thomas once asked him where he acquired his learning, and Bonaventure pointed to his crucifix. Reflect and dwell on these spirited-filled words of his. Whoever gazes upon Christ crucified with faith, hope, and love will celebrate the Passover with him. This master of theology and philosophy illuminates us in this one sentence with the secret and fulfillment of life, love, and infinite happiness. Bonaventure died in 1274, the same year as Thomas Aquinas. He is both a saint and a doctor of the church, a rare but bold honor given to special saints for their spiritual and religious wisdom. Oh, good fortune for us that God gives us special saints to emulate like Saint Bonaventure, son Buenaventura. San Buenaventura is the name of a city in California. Father Junipero Serra named a mission there in 1782 after the Italian saint Bonaventure. Most people today use a shortened version for the city, Ventura. Last July 15th, in Ventura. On Bonaventure's feast day, no less, the powers that be voted on whether to remove the Unipero Cerro statue in front of its city hall. It's all part of an ongoing assault to de-Christianize the land. Sarah, the Franciscan, brought Christ to California. He brought the life of grace, mercy, and redemption to people who otherwise would never have known it. What on earth could be more important than that? But alas, 240 years later, in a land that knows Christ but now rejects him, St. Junipero Serra is posthumously guilty. And therefore, his fellow Franciscan, St. Bonaventure, by association, is guilty too, I reckon. And so are the rest of us who profess Christ and his one true church. I guess that makes sense. Go gaze at a crucifix and things will come into focus. The mob found Christ guilty on Good Friday. And he is posthumously guilty today. And if the world finds us guilty by association, then praise God. Praise God and all his saints. If we are found guilty of professing them, then afterwards we will join their happy company.